0: Welcome to another message from C3Mumbai. For more information about C3Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. Um, Who knows that that God's gonna speak to each one of you into your lives, into your world. He wants to do this if he hasn't already, where no matter what you've got, his word to go back on, right? His word to go back on. There'll be moments in your life uh, we spoke about this last week, where Abram, he had an altar, okay? And uh, when things went really wrong for Abram, and they did go really wrong, he made some really bad mistakes. If you read the story of Abraham, you'll be going, who was this guy and why did God use him? He's just a donkey. I'm, I tell you, he was just not like that great a guy, okay? So if you're a bit of a donkey, there's hope for you. I am one of them, okay? So it's all good, but... He, he he made some really big mistakes, um, and but he came back to the place where God had spoken to him prior to that, and um, went on from there to still make some average mistakes, but he average decisions. But he made some good ones in the midst of that, where he obeyed and listened to God and trusted Him, right? And it came from that place. Whereas Lot, well, Lot he just chose according to what he wanted. He looked and saw a land, and he thought, well, I'm going to go there. It's got it's green. And, 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 and looks prosperous just like it was prosperous in Egypt where he's coming from and just like the, the Garden of Eden both things from the past both things from the things that he had, he had I mean the Garden of Eden he wasn't there but it was a myth from the, from the it was like a legend remember when we used to have and, and, and Egypt was a place in his past that he wasn't going back to and, but he was looking to his past in order to make his future better let me, let me tell you something your past has no has no determining uh, factor on your future. doesn't matter. Even if it was really good. I've met lots of people who were like, you know, living in the past. They're like, you know, w- 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 we used to have this and we used to have that but now I'm here and I don't have that but I just wish I could have that and um, it's like, bro, you, you're living in the past. It ain't happening anymore. It's over. I'm sorry. don't mean to be harsh but it's done. So... But and I can be harsh because there's a good, there's a good, there's a good like uh, ending to it all, uh, and that is Christ. He has a future. Don't let your past rob your future, Golly. Don't let don't let that happen. So, some of some of, you know my family. Um, my family was uh, uh, in in Australia, on my dad's side. We, we um, when we so you know Australia is only like 200 years old. When Uh, my dad's side of the family came to Australia. They came on on what's called a land grant. So there was all the people in England, in England, they're in England, and uh, England put out a letter and said, if anybody wants land, there's this amazing place in the great down under. If you would like to go, we'll give you land, and we'll give you some slaves who are prisoners. So my family on my dad's side said, Oh, jolly good. Let's have a cup of tea in Australia. And they went, got on a boat and got uh, so much land in Australia. I mean, who knows? It's a lot of land in Australia, okay? It's a lot of land in Australia. Um, where that land now is, there's uh, a place called Albany. It's, it's like, it's a city uh, and uh, uh, it's a small city, less than a million people there, but it's a lot. They, they, they had the whole, this whole place, like I'm talking hectares of land, okay? Hectares, like if it was still in the family, I'd be coming in a Lamborghini this morning. I saw a Lamborghini on the way here. It's quite nice. Glado. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but my grandfather's dad, so my great-grandfather, um, came across a really smart lawyer, and that really smart lawyer swindled him out of the whole estate, just as he was dying. My granddad spent his whole life bitter and twisted about that we could have had we could have had we could have got if you if we hadn't have had that taken you'd never know you know what what our family could have had and what we did have and and it's and it's something that even in my own life let me tell you something I have had to rebuke that thing I've had to rebuke it. I've had to say, in Jesus' name, you will have no determination on my future because I have a future in Christ, not in what I've lost. I don't know who this word is for, but let me tell you something. You're looking to the past. You need to stop. It's robbing you from your future. Look at Christ. It is in Him. And, and maybe some of you need to drop some stuff from your past. You're holding on. You're gripping onto it. Just let it go. In Jesus' name. Just say, in Christ, I trust Him. Whatever wants to happen there can happen, but I'm believing in Christ and Him alone. Amen. Amen. He will guide you into your future for your every need. Every need. Every need. Every need. Amen. Anyway, I don't know how I got onto that. As I said, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth today. (laughs) Building an altar building a place where God had moved. We see this again and again in the Bible. We see this in um, the story of David. And the reason why I thought this would be good to share with you, because this is an altar in my life. When I was, I'm going to start with a story. Um, When I was younger, um, uh, I, I had a dream. Okay. The reason I had this dream, I've had lots of dreams, but uh, the reason I had this one dream was because I was about to move, um, well, I was considering moving to America um, uh, to join up with a with a pastor whom I just loved who was planning a church from Australia over in um, a place called San Diego. Okay? Uh, now, this guy was my hero, okay? Like, um, uh, it was like, I wanted to be with this guy because I just loved his ministry. I loved the way he preached. He was just... There's this surfer guy. He was quite a good looking fellow. He's, you know, uh, very successful. At the time, he was probably Australia's number one public speaker in terms of across the church. He was in demand. You couldn't get him. You just couldn't get him to come to your church because he was just too booked out in like three years in advance. Every week he was preaching somewhere. Um, This guy was really popular, and I'm like, man, I want to be, if there's anyone I want to be like, it's him, okay? And uh, when I got wind that he was going to, Uh, this place called San Diego and he was going to plant a church there. I'm like, man, I want to go and join him, support him and be with that guy and build the church with him. So I began to pray about it. Okay. At that time I was a youth pastor in my church. I began to pray about it. And one night I got this dream. Okay. And this dream was like this. It went like this. Basically I I was his assistant. Okay. And I was literally carrying his bag for him. So he had this nice leather bag you know, like a leather businessman's bag, like a, you know, those nice ones. Okay, so he had one of those and I was guarding that bag. He was in an office and um, uh, he was preparing. And uh, I was um, outside of his office and he was taking such a long time, I fell asleep. And I used his bag as a pillow. I fell asleep on his bag. Okay? It's my dream. I I know dreams uh, are weird. And then after that, some bears started dancing. No, that's not what happened. Okay, so uh, (laughs) I woke up just tricking you, uh, uh, I woke up after my dream and I felt this uh, sense to look underneath the bag. Underneath that bag was five smooth stones. And, and then I woke up. And as I woke up, the Lord said, Ryan, those five smooth stones underneath that bag, they're the ones that you are to use for your ministry. And I went, that's weird. Now, who knows what the five smooth stones represent? Those of you who know, Uh, the story of David and Goliath, which I'm going to read to you. There was a moment where David went and chose five smooth stones from the river and that was what he defeated the um, the giant Goliath with. And this is also what God said. He said, Ryan, the the five smooth stones that I give you are the ones that you are going to defeat your giants with. And at that moment, I knew I wasn't to go and be with this guy anymore. I was to just follow God and where he was calling me. And obviously he was calling me here. Hmm? Let me tell you something. God will speak to you if you ask Him. And it's a bit scary though. Because when this living God speaks into your world and you go, Oh my God, He's alive! <laughs> You're like... <laughs> and He's speaking to me. It's, it's like a bit nerve-wracking. And, and it's also challenging because you know what? The truth is, I really wanted to go and live in San Diego. You know, San Diego, in the same day you can surf and you can snowboard. Oh, I mean... <laughs> Where else is there? Where else would you want to be? I mean, that's awesome. It's like two of my most favourite things to do in the world: snowboarding and surfing. Apart from drumming, and I could do that too if I really tried. But God was calling me here. I wasn't even married to Rachel. Had I gone there, I probably, you know, I don't know if I wouldn't have met, would have met Rachel. I mean, I'd met her before, but you know, re-met, and that's a long story. But hey, isn't it awesome to have Rachel back? We missed you, baby. We missed you too, Evelyn. <laughs> the Lord just spoke to me and said Kiana was in America too. Uh, welcome back, Kiana. Every day I miss you, Kiana. Okay. Back to the Word of God. (laughs) Let me read this to you. It's um, from 1 Samuel, chapter 17, verse 38. Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. David fastened on his sword over the tunic and tried walking around because he was not used to them. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul. And I'm just... Letting you know, as soon as I woke up from that dream, I was like, five smooth stones, I've got to read that story of David and Goliath. And this is what I read. And I just knew that I wasn't to go. I cannot go in these, he said to Saul. I just knew I'd be walking in someone else's call. I would be walking in someone else's dream. I'd be walking in someone else's thing. It wasn't for me, okay? Because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. Then he took his staff in his hand, chose five smooth stones from, his, from the stream, put them in the pouch of his shepherd's bag and with his sling in his hand approached the Philistine. Okay, Goliath was big. David was small. The stakes were high. The whole nation, I, I don't know what Goliath, like, Saul, the king of Israel was thinking, except that God was leading up at this point to allow David to go out and do what he did because it didn't make any sense whatsoever to let a young, untried soldier who wasn't even a part of the army go out and go against the worst and most horrific giant like that had ever walked the earth. And the stakes were basically, if they lost this fight, the whole nation of Israel would become slaves to these people. The stakes were high. And all David had was five smooth stones. That's all he had. I want to ask you something. What is it in your world that you've got? What is it in your world that God has put in your world? Where are the battles that you have seen God come through and won? You see, the five smooth stones, what they represented were the times where David had had victory in his past. The times where God had come through for David. Where God had come through for David was when he was a shepherd and he was out in the field all by himself. Some of you are out in the field all by yourself right now and you're in the wilderness and you're wondering, why am I out here? But God's teaching you something. He's teaching you how he will come through for you. He's giving you your five smooth stones. You're wondering why? Why am I out here? Why are things not working? Why am I just? Why can't anybody see what I'm doing? Why why don't I get to do this? Why don't I? Because you are learning. God has got you in an apprenticeship right now, where you are learning what your five smooth stones are. What it is that God see. See the victories from your past. The victories where you've seen God come through. They are the things that build your faith for your future. The the moments where you've seen God at work in your life, where he has done, see, David was able with his slingshot to, to be a good shepherd boy and look after his sheep, his father's sheep, someone else's sheep, someone else's dream, someone else's thing. In that place, he was looking after these, and he learned how to protect from the bear and the lion. And with his own hands, he was able to look after those sheep. And he had seen God come through in those moments. We, we think that our lives will work kind of like these big, big, big moments where everything kind of works out all at once. And uh, we hope that it's kind of like the, the happily ever after, you know. But who knows that, I mean, you've been living for a little while, most of you I think, and uh, like, it's not a happily ever after thing, it doesn't work like that. But there will be moments where God will be victorious, where you will see Him at work. And He's not doing it just so that He can show Himself faithful, but He is doing it for that, but it's also He's doing it so that He can show how He is going to work through you. Yeah, individually individually listen God's not going to work through you like he worked through the person next to you this is the kingdom of God This is not just like um, a robot making factory I've been to churches like that where everybody looks like the pastor everybody <laughs> talks like the pastor and it creeps me out man those churches, they really freaked me out. It's like, what is going on in this place? We're not like that, okay? We're not here to do that. We are, I am here to help you, to remind you to be that guy in your life that says, listen, God is at work within you individually and He is developing in you your five smooth stones. You know, I I had to learn this the hard way because I was a a little bit insecure about myself, my ministry and what I used to do okay? Um, God was at work in my, in my ministry at that point in time and what I did, but listen, it was, I was a little nervous, and I'm, I used to copy a lot of preachers, so I, I used to copy this fellow that I wanted to go uh, in, I'll, I'll admit to you. And he's got this raspy sort of voice, and he's very uh, Aussie, kind of very tough sounding, and I, I used to, I, my voice by the end, I, I'm admitting something to you, okay? Showing the weakness of your pastor it's like, are you sure you want to you know follow this ministry anyway but uh but he 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 uh he used to he used to talk like this really like and he used to get up and preach and by the when i used to copy this guy by the end i wouldn't be able to talk <laughs> i'd lose my voice because i'm just not my voice box is not built like that you know i i'm uh, it's a i'm you know i <laughs> And it was it was God telling me like Ryan like what are you doing they're not see that's Saul's sword that's not that's not your five smooth stones that, that, that don't fit you man that don't fit you yep. Come on. now in your careers guys in your in your in your professional capabilities this can apply wherever you are in your walk in life. You're trying to put on the the, the armor of your boss and the the sword of that guy and read this book. and There's nothing wrong with reading autobiography. I love all of that and trying to apply all of the things and learning those principles. I think that's really important. But if you aren't spending time getting to know where God's miracles are for you in your world and in your life, you're going to miss something. And it will be in the most insignificant person, in the most insignificant moments, but they will be life-changing. Five smooth stones. That's all it took. In his pouch. Just a little pouch. Insignificant. Who here is feeling a little insin- insignificant? Who here is up against a battle where you just don't feel like you can win it? Who here is up against, a, you know, up against some giants? Who here has got some stuff going on in their world that they need a miracle? I, I want to tell you something. You've already got You've already got what you need. It's already with you. It's in a battle you've won before. You've got the weapon, you've got the ability, you've got the stuff you need. Christ has already put it there. Some of you need to stop looking for that hero to come and bail you out of your story. You've already been bailed out. You've already been equipped. See, Jesus he is our great rescuer but he is also leading a church. You know what the church is? The church is an army. It's a group of soldiers who are on mission, who know the power of their God, who fight for Him, not by the sword and by the crook and all of those, but by the power of God, where there will be this unstoppable force of God at work in people's lives that nobody will be able to deny it. Everyone will go, you know what, that Ryan? Remember Ryan? Remember Ryan from Perth? You know, he's Perth, you know, he went to Mumbai. And you know, you should see what God's done over there. You know, such and such. You know what the problems they had, the issues that they had going on in their lives. Hey, Benny Prasad, here he is. Come and set up, my friend. We, 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 who, who wants to hear Benny Prasad? I mean, if you have to go, you have to go. It's okay. We won't judge you much. But if you want to stay on for it, we'll close it maybe quarter past, ten past. Um, Maybe uh, if you can just help him, Sujo or someone, Jacob. Uh, I'm going to finish up what I'm saying. Some of you got, for 2019, you need a miracle. For 2019 you need some things to happen. Who is that? Who is that? Let me tell you something. I want you to hear this. You've already got. You've already got it. You've already got your victory. It is insignificant. It might be something really small. But Jesus said this about faith. If anyone has but a mustard seed size. A mustard seed. You know how big a mustard seed is? You all know how big a mustard seed is because they use mustard seeds in curries. <laughs> your mama or your auntie or your ddies, you've seen them. Mustard seeds, they're little. They're little. Jesus said, if anyone has but a mustard seed of faith, with that mustard seed of faith you can move mountains. Amen. Amen. Yeah, good. Come on, let's give God a clap. You all got a mustard seed of faith? Have you seen God do a little? That's your stone, people. That's your stone. That's your thing. You put that in your sling and slay the giant with it. That's it. That's where the miracle is. That's where the hand of God is. You've seen God do a little, watch him do much by his own doing with the little that you have. Oh, I can feel the presence of God on this. Who's this for? I want you to just lift your hands to heaven. If this is for you, I want you to lift your hands to heaven. I want to pray this for you in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for every person here, for their mustard seed, the little that they've got. Lord, that you would begin to increase that. That, Lord, the giants in their lives, the things in their world that they need to see you come through on. Lord God, as they, as they go into battle this year in 2019, as they go in and try to move ahead in your call and what you have for them, Lord, that as they sling that stone out of their little sling, Lord God, that you would be upon that and slay every giant, every obstacle, everything that is up against these people in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. just. Proclaim that. You've already got it. You've already got the miracle. If you've seen God move, you've already got it. You've already got it. You've got everything you need. Ah, Amen. C3 Mumbai is a church in the heart of India's commercial capital, where a diverse group of people brought together to worship God and to pass on the hope of salvation by grace that we freely received. For more information about C3 Mumbai, please visit our website c3mumbai.com or visit our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram or tweet us on our handle at C3 Mumbai. Hey, it's Ryan here. If you enjoyed this message and you live in Mumbai, we would love to meet you in person. Why don't you come along 11.30 a.m. Studio 10 at Famous Studios in Mahalakshmi.